Hello, my friends. This is episode 319. Welcome to the show. We are going to be talking about DNA. Oh, it's a good topic. And I'm really excited over the next couple of weeks slash months, we're going to be talking more and more about DNA and how you can use this in your own health protocol at home. So I've partnered with an amazing company who I'm really excited about. I have my report. We're going to be doing some fun things. Uh, they're called DNA Power. And so this episode, I'm just going to be sharing with you my thoughts about DNA, epigenetics, all those fun things. And then we're going to have Lois from DNA Power on the show to chat about how the report works, what to look for in your report, how to use your report as an ongoing health profile for the rest of your life. And then in the fall, around October time, we're going to have Lois back on and we're going to review my report together on the podcast bit by bit by bit. And I encourage you, if after listening to today's episode or the episode that we're going to be doing on episode 321 with Lois in just a couple of weeks, if you're like, oh, I want one of these so bad. That's so cool. I want this information. I encourage you to go to healthfulpursuit.com slash DNA. Use the code KDP to get $50 off your total power or total power connect purchase. And then you're going to get your report and you can follow along with us as we go through my report. So we're going to be going line by line. I think it's going to be a pretty long episode by line. And so you can follow along on your own in your own report. So when we talk about iron overload and omega-3 fatty acids and choline and calcium and vitamin E, you're going to understand what each of these items are. And you can literally just pull out your report and make a bunch of notes. It's going to be really fun. So let's get into today's episode. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel. You're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've created a free guide with tips on how to start keto and maintain your fat-fueled life. Grab it at healthfulpursuit.com slash free as a little thank you for listening to the show. Let's dive right in by talking about what epigenetics is. Well, we all have DNA and we're all made up of a genetic code. Epigenetics is helping people to turn on and off certain genes to help them achieve health and their goals and how to impact their health. So I had a grandfather who died with complications with Alzheimer's and dementia and my entire family was and still is completely terrified of getting a DNA test because they're worried that they're going to see that they're going to die of complications of Alzheimer's and that they're going to have Alzheimer's. And so literally no one in my family has gotten a DNA test because they're terrified of the results. And this is a big misconception that if you have a gene, you can't do anything about it. And that's not the case. The switch needs to be flipped or the chance of switching the flip needs to be reduced. Okay. So said again, just because you have a gene doesn't mean that you're going to express it. And if you have that gene, there are just certain things you can do lifestyle wise, diet wise, supplement wise. Do you remember a couple of years ago? Oh gosh, it was probably longer than a couple of years. Angelina Jolie had her DNA sequenced and she found out that she had a propensity for breast cancer went and went ahead and got a double mastectomy, leading to a lot of other women doing the same thing. People think, well, this is the gene that I have and so this is going to be my destiny and this is just not the case. 
Aside from cancer and dementia, there are other genes like people having a predisposition for detoxification and, and their ability to detox. For example, my husband has this predisposition where he cannot detoxify. And so we have to be really, really careful with what sorts of envirotoxins that we have, heavy metals that he's around, and we have to just be very, very cautious of what he's around. This can cause a myriad of different health problems when we don't know what our genes are doing and how we can process these things. Always looking at methylation and acetylation processes, seeing how the body is able to handle these stressors of toxins. These pieces are so important. Also, it's possible to look at predispositions for soft tissue damage, predispositions for arterial decomposition or stiffening or arterial sclerosis, cardiovascular diseases, insulin resistance, diabetes. You guys, this stuff is so interesting. And the really cool thing is, is that we've only just scratched the surface of human genome testing. So when we get our DNA, um, we're going to see a bunch of code. Usually if you get the raw data, something like a 23andMe and you download the raw data and you're like, what are all these zeros and ones and numbers? We still don't entirely know how all of this work. So over time, it'll be really, really interesting to see how we start to map the human genome differently as time goes on. I've chatted about the ongoing benefits of supplementing with electrolytes on your ketogenic diet beyond the first couple of days of keto. I can't tell you how many times I slack off on my electrolyte intake, go a couple of weeks, feel absolutely horrible. And then I'm like, wait, I forgot to supplement with electrolytes. Another really important uh, time in your life to supplement with electrolytes is a couple of days before your period and into days one, two, and three of your cycle. So if you are still ovulating, menstruating, all of those things, you want to make sure that you are at least having a packet of electrolytes a day just to help um, with that water loss and the adjustments to your electrolytes as you prepare for your period. Now, my favorite electrolyte powder these last couple of months has been Element. They're new on the scene. They are salty. They're good. And they just came out with a new watermelon salt electrolyte. Oh, is good stuff. You guys can check out their watermelon salt and all of their flavors. I personally really love raspberry salt right now. It's blowing my mind. You can go to drinkelement.com forward slash KDP. Check out their watermelon salt and other flavors. They offer free shipping on all U.S. orders or international over $100. They also offer a no questions asked refund. So if you don't like it, you just send it back and you get your money back. So it's totally risk free to try. Again, that's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com forward slash K-D-P to check out their watermelon salt electrolyte powder. So we've chatted a little bit about uh, the Angelina Jolie effect and how we don't want to be all doom and gloom when it comes to our genes. Why? Well, this all comes down to gene expression, okay? So when we see that we have a gene, that may not be that it's actually expressed. Whether or not a gene expresses has to do with our eating style, our lifestyle overall, our sleep quality. Now, a lot of people ask questions when it comes to here about whether or not the blood type diet is similar, if it's on the same wavelength or if it's completely something different. The blood type diet was proposed around 1996 and it has a pretty good hypothesis-ish. I mean, 
It's a fair hypothesis. <laughs> there are four major blood types, and a blood type is determined by the antigens that are present in the blood or in the platelets. So here's the hypothesis. Whatever you eat may or may not trigger certain antigens or antibodies in the blood that may or may not affect your health. The problem with this is there's not a lot of scientific data to back it up. I remember in holistic nutrition school back in 2007, we went through the blood type diet and there just wasn't enough data and there still isn't as to whether or not this is helpful. I mean, it's a good hypothesis, but when it comes to DNA, we do have scientific data. So if you're like, mm, I think I'm just going to go with a blood type diet, it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. There's something called single nucleotide polymorphism, also known as SNPs. These are the variables in the genome, the code, and we do know what they do. For instance, when it comes to our DNA, we can actually determine someone's insulin sensitivity score and how predisposed that person would be to type 2 diabetes. Like, that's mind-blowing, right? We can look at DNA and determine the best types of fats. A certain person may need more saturated fat or less saturated fat or more monounsaturated fat. Even grain sensitivity and gluten sensitivity can be found out in your DNA. So if you have a propensity toward insulin sensitivity score that's high, then you probably eat a lot of carbohydrates. Whereas if your insulin sensitivity score is low and you're predisposed to diabetes, then you would probably want to eat more of a low-carb diet watch your sugars. So it can be really uh, freeing if you get this report and it says, hey, you do really well with carbohydrates. And you're like, well, great. I've been forcing myself to eat a ketogenic diet and hating every minute of it. Um, this can be super, super freeing because we've been able to establish scientifically what genetically a person is best suited for. We're able to customize every little precise detail and regimens for the health in regards to their diet, their sleep, their lifestyle, their movements, their supplementation. You guys, oh man, in these reports, it shows your, you know what, I'm just going to pull up my report because I got it the other day and I'm recording this episode after we recorded episode 321. So I actually have my report now. So for example, when it comes to the supplementation you guys, all of my B vitamins aren't really great, but my B6 is really, really good. So supplementing with a ton of B6, I might not actually need that. Same with choline, iodine, uh, iron deficiency. I currently test, it, test my iodine. It was nutritionally low and I'm supplementing with iodine. But my DNA says that once I get my levels good, I should be pretty good at pulling it out of food. It's just I was coming from a deficiency. Generally, I'm thinking because I had an eating disorder for so many years that I have such a low level of all nutrients. But I can tell here that my choline, iodine, iron, all those sorts of things are really good. So supplementing with those, I may not need them. Whereas B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, those are things that I have a bigger propensity toward it being lower or having a hard time processing these vitamins. So testing them with a nutrient profile test could be really helpful to see what my levels are, but I'll likely need these long-term as my body has a pretty hard time keeping these nutrients at a really high level. 
Okay, so this can help us so much with our supplementation. I can't tell you how many times I start working with a client and they're taking 30 some odd supplements. And I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, well, I heard on this podcast that this was good. And this was good on this podcast. And this person said this thing. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't even have any symptoms for this. I'm like, yeah, but you know, I could and it's better. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's spend money where we need to spend money and time and energy where we need to spend that time and energy. But not everyone needs everything and not everything is good for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Here's a great example when it comes to the APOE gene. Now I started learning about the APOE gene when I was writing the keto diet back in 2016. That's my first paperback book. It's the orange one. It's fascinating. Many women try the ketogenic diet. They load up on saturated fats and they often tell me, I don't feel good. I'm gaining all this weight. My cholesterol is skyrocketing. But everyone says that I should be experiencing weight loss and lowered cholesterol. Well, there is a gene called the APOE4 gene, and it could be the cause of not allowing those women to process saturated fats the same way as other people. Now, I personally am able to process saturated fats wonderfully. My sister, on the other hand, though she thrives on a low carb, higher fat diet, hers has to be monounsaturated fats because she does not process saturated fats well. So if she were to eat my diet, she would feel so horrible. She'd have anxiety, hangovers in the morning from all the fats, her body unable to process fats. There are multiple genes that are responsible for how we metabolize and how we deal with fats and different types of fats. For example, some can have saturated fats, but not primarily. For them, it's monounsaturated fats, just like my sister. Very high monounsaturated fat, high fiber, and they have no problem genetically with grains or gluten. So their GAD1 gene is pretty clean. The genetic perfect plate for macros is pretty even. It's probably going to be like 35, 35, 30, and high fiber. Does that mean that that person should never be ketogenic? Well, no. Keto can still be used for therapeutic reasons, for targeted reasons, for people that want to fuel with fat, and they can still use monounsaturated fats. In fact, I have a couple of clients who have this APOE gene shift where they do better on monounsaturated fats. So we have them on a, you guessed it, monounsaturated fat ketogenic diet that's more Mediterranean in nature. Some of my clients that really thought they would optimize themselves ketogenically actually do better with carbohydrates. They actually lose abdominal belly fat and the more carbs that they have, the less fat they have. So it really, really depends on your genes, on how your body responds to these different things. And so when I got my genetic report, there were a couple of things where I was like, yeah, duh, mm -hmm, duh, yeah, I knew that. There are other things where I was like, there's no way I could have known this. As a highly intuitive person with my body, I can usually tell when the smallest little thing is off, but some of this stuff is too small for me. Like it's just too small for me. There aren't many treats my husband Kevin likes, so when we found keto bars and he dug right in, I was a very happy wife. Chocolate, almonds, erythritol, stevia, and either peppermint oil, strawberries, peanut butter, or coconut complete these bars. Yes, that is it. It's like a little cake in a package without all the extra garbage ingredients found in a lot of those quote-unquote keto-friendly treats. Bonus, they're gluten-free, dairy-free, no added fiber for those that are sensitive, and... 
They do not melt in the heat like other bars of their kind. Woohoo! You can use the code KDP20 by going to ketobars.com slash KDP20 to get 20% off everything keto bars. Try each flavor. Mint chocolate is Kevin's personal favorite as it hits his sweet tooth just right. Again, that's ketobars.com slash KDP20 and use a code KDP20 for 20% off. As we go through these details and as we have Lois on the show, and we're talking more about DNA, more about reporting, really understanding our bodies. It really comes down to knowing about your body and investigating your own genes and really taking the guesswork out of things. You know, I, I work with I was actually just having this conversation with my husband this morning that I have a handful of clients. It's about 50-50 where they come to me and they're like, I want to do a ketogenic diet within a couple of minutes of asking them questions. I'm like, yeah, no, the ketogenic diet isn't for you. We're going to have to go a different route. Does that mean that they're not going to achieve weight loss, hormone balance, and all of those things that they want? No. But I really do feel like if you are not meant to be on a certain eating protocol or if you are not meant to adjust things in your workouts, it's going to be very hard for you to hit your goals well and efficiently without completely losing steam. So you might be asking yourself, like, how can I know? How can I get this information? I shared it with you at the beginning. Again, it's healthfulpursuit.com slash DNA. Use the coupon code KDP to get $50 off your Total Power or Total Power Connect purchase. Now, you don't have to do this. I wanted to make today's episode more about just educating you on DNA, what epigenetics is, some of the things that I've seen in my practice. I have a little bit more information for you today about reporting, um, what I've noticed in my own report. And then we're going to have Lois on to talk about the reporting more in detail. That'll be episode 321. And then episode 337 on October 3rd, we're going to be going through my report in detail. And if you have chosen to get a report, you can go along with us. And I'm also going to be encouraging you in episode 321 to submit your questions to me about your DNA. So once you get your report, if you have questions or if you have questions about today's episode, go ahead and fire them off. And we're going to be doing all of that Q&A and report review and everything uh, episode 337. So this is just a fun way to empower you to understand your body. I love, love, love that there are tools like this where you can swap your cheek, send it in, get a report, understand and start making changes. There are other tools that I use in my practice, such as like the GI map or the Dutch test for adrenals or for hormones in your metabolites. It's really hard to interpret the results yourself and it can take hours upon hours and hours and hours of studying to really understand what to do and what the results mean. But with a DNA test, you can really get into the nitty gritty of things and start acting accordingly just based on the information you get. So I really like sharing resources like this for people that are unable or are not interested in working one-on-one -on -one with me or aren't interested in working one-on-one -on -one with their doctor or their functional medicine practitioner or whoever they may be working with. And they just want actionable tools now at a, an affordable cost so that they can start to feel better. So when you go through your report and you can see what the genes say, I wanted to share some of the results of my report with you. So some of the things that I learned from my report and some of this was duh, like, and also like, oh, yay, now I have an excuse as to why this, this happens. 
I'm great with endurance sports, not so good with power and sprint. Now I could tell you that. That's great. So if I want to do power and sprint, I can. I just have to work a lot harder than other people in order to do those things. I don't have to be too concerned with my blood pressure, but I don't intake oxygen as well during exercise, so I have to be pretty cautious. So living at sea level is a win for me as opposed to way, way, way high up in Calgary, Alberta. That's a little bit too less oxygen than my body can handle. I need far more protein than most people. How this can play out is when I was on a moderate protein ketogenic diet, I struggled a lot. And so this is why for many, many, many of my clients like that, the base, the base that we want to be going after is 0.8 grams of protein per one pound of lean muscle mass. And that's really important to go for guys. So for me, myself, I'm about at 1.2 grams per lean muscle mass. So that's important. My fat burning potential is pretty high. So I don't have to do keto as hard as others may have to. I react poorly to caffeine. That was a big duh. Like ask anyone in my life, how's Leanne on caffeine? And they'll be like, don't ever let me witness that again. I require a lot of vitamin A, B12, uh, C, D, E than most people. And supplementing with a multivitamin isn't enough. So this can be really helpful for our supplementation, as I was mentioning before. If you're spending, oh, I've seen some pretty brutal multivitamins that are like $90 a month. If you're spending $90 a month on a multivitamin and it's not doing it for you, that sucks. So really understanding uh, what you are going to resonate with is so important. And this is really just the tip of the iceberg, guys. So there are lifestyle shifts one needs to make and working with a holistic nutritionist like me can help you pinpoint these things. Maybe you're eating too late at night and due to stress issues at work or in your family and that's causing some sleep sleep disruptions or perhaps you need some good sleep hygiene practices. This is likely outside of your genetics. Now you may have a gene predisposition or weakness toward your sleep that needs to be addressed, but really understanding the difference between stress at work that's causing you to have poor sleep versus a genetic disposition. So I mentioned this before and let's go a little bit deeper into it. I'm way stronger genetically with endurance sports and not so good with power and sprint. Does that mean that I can't train myself for power sprints? Well, no, I can totally train myself out of these genes, so to speak. It might take a little bit more work. And like in my example, it's a lot more work, guys. It's so much more work. So for somebody who may have high insulin resistance score genetically, that doesn't mean that they're going to get type 2 diabetes. That does mean, however, that their diet is going to be geared toward turning that gene off and really being um, cognizant that if they were to eat sugar every day and go to McDonald's every day and just have a field day, they're probably going to get type 2 diabetes a lot quicker than myself who doesn't have that disposition. Does that make sense? Another example here would be um, I need 10 hours of sleep a day or I'm absolutely a horrible human. I'm just I'm just like not good. It's always been that way, but my husband, he can operate on five hours, no problem, no big deal. I mean, he could sleep for 10, but like he's so good with five. It's never been an issue for him, and this is a genetic predisposition. How many hours of sleep that you need in a night, how quickly you should be falling asleep, how deep of a sleep you need to be in, all of these are genetic factors and have a part in all of that. Okay, so there are so many ways to run your DNA Personally, like I mentioned before, I did a 23andMe probably 
oh, six plus years ago now. And they give you the raw data. So if you've done a 23andMe, you can get the raw data. You can download it from their website. And then I got a bunch of zeros and ones and had no idea what I was looking at. So then I found another website where I uploaded the data and it told me more details, but nowhere near to the report that DNA Power sent me. Like, wow, I cannot wait to review this with you guys in episode 337. So again, the way it's going to work today was just an intro to DNA, um, give you guys a taste of what's to come. And then episode 321, we're going to be talking to Lois about discovering the way to eat for you and how the reporting works. And then 337, we're all going to review our reports together. So if this is something that you want to do, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash DNA, use the code KDP for $50 off your total power or Total Power Connect purchase. So there's this piece with testing, you know, especially in my private practice with my clients, I will test every six months to a year for their blood tests and all of those things. And I'll encourage them to work with their doctor on that and just make sure that they keep a pulse on those things because they're constantly changing. The really cool thing about DNA tests is it's a one and done experience. You get your DNA sequence and then it's done. That's it. That's what you got. You that's what you're born with. And you have control over how it expresses or if it doesn't, but it's not going to change like what you have versus what you don't have. What you can change is whether or not it expresses. So this is kind of like your little folder that you can use over time. You know, when the newest, hottest diet comes out and they tell you to eat lots of vitamin A, you can say, well, no, like I don't need that because uh, that's not a problem for me. Or if there's this new rage of eating a low protein diet and you check out your DNA results and it's like, nope, I need a lot of protein. Otherwise I'm not a good individual. So all those sorts of things can be really helpful. And then you have that little resource for yourself forever. So it's a one test and then it's done. And then you have those answers ongoing. So I hope today's episode was helpful for you, that it is encouraging for you if you've had a DNA test and you've been stressing about it ever since you got the test, worried that you're going to get Alzheimer's or get breast cancer or anything like that. Really understand that we have control over how these genes express And that is just a really exciting business to be in. And that is epigenetics at its core. So thanks again for hanging out with me. Episode 320 will be going live June 27th. We're going to be talking about fasting do's and don'ts with Vanessa Espina. And then, like I said multiple times on today's episode, I'm so excited for it. It's episode 321. We're talking with Dr. Lois about discovering the way your body wants to be fed This is a part number two to the DNA conversation. We're just going to keep it on rolling uh, with today's episode and then episode 321. So thanks so much for hanging out with me, guys. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. Music for the Keto Diet Podcast provided by Yechi. Follow Jacob on Instagram at Yechi underscore official and on Spotify as Yechi. That's Y-E-C-H-I. 
The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.